Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. It's a Tuesday. Were you ready to say something? You know, I get excited when it's your live, man. I feel the panic. Of, you know, the lights are on. It's ready, man. Let's go. That's awesome. What a day yesterday was. Um, the pictures that you shared were phenomenal. Just so well, great. You know, it, it's it's surreal for me to be, you know, doing what I love with the two of you guys. I mean, it is, you know, so to be in the studio and be jamming like that, you know, which, which people don't realize that was really hard work. I mean, that was two and a half hours of laying down stuff. Um, to your point, um, it's hard to coach the coaches. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Nicole, who was a great director, great producer. She, um, she was awesome. So, uh, yeah, it was an awesome day. And I can't wait till we finally, you know, pull down the wrappings and, you know, push it out. It's uh, get on the ball is so close to being done. And to give everybody some insight into, you know, what we did yesterday, obviously the courses themselves that were filmed months and months ago and the editing and all of the things that went into creating it into digestible content has happened. But now it's about creating that customer journey for people. It's about creating that support system through video emails and through content for them to be able to have us and continue to push them through without us having to actually do it every day. Um, so it was super cool that we were able to do that for a couple of hours and create all of the social media content, the calls to actions and all that kind of stuff. So it was a great, great day. Big, big shout out to our partners, Joe Mullings. Uh, big shout out to Dragonfly Studios and 160. It was awesome. It was an amazing day. But I'll tell you, man, it kicked my ass. I was, uh, you know, the rest of the day I had coaching calls. And I was tired. And I was, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, zipping it up with coffee. But uh, great day. Lots of fun stuff. It is uh, your day. It's a Tuesday. So uh, go, go, yeah, go. We got we got a lot of great stuff to talk about. We're going to talk a little bit about Cool Hand Luke. We uh, had a quick, you know, quick audible before the show. And we're going to talk a little bit about Kobe. Obviously, you know, the anniversary of his death is all over the news. So we'll talk a little bit about Kobe today. And we're going to bounce around a little bit. So what, one uh, year, hard, hard to believe it's one year since that happened. Just, uh, yeah. I mean, to think that the pandemic hadn't started yet. And this was the news that shook the whole world because of the plane accident that he died in and uh to think that that was a year ago and all of the things that have gone on in that year really really crazy but shit why don't you wake us up with some morning music Couple shout outs for you. Sammy K, great morning. Love to see you here. Love to see you engaging and, and wishing good morning to everybody. If you do not know Sammy, you should reach out to him. Unbelievable young dude that's doing awesome stuff. Um, and then the you know, the usual crowd, D. Robinson, Ann Gottwall, Pat Williams, Joshua Stackhouse from Fresh Air. 
So uh, awesome, awesome to see you guys well, this morning. Let me give some shout outs too. My ladies, sure. from, my ladies from JA are here. Debbie Hammer, Katie Donahue. We got, uh, we got big things going on there. So thank you for joining us. For and I don't know if Colette is in here this morning, but a shout out to her and a shout out to the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation. I got this in the middle. Oh, thank you, Shay. You sweet man, you. Um, it goes, man. That is awesome. Hey, let oh. Shay take a bow for that one. <laughs> well done, Shay. I did not ask you to do that, and you did. Thank you. Um, but they sent this certificate to me in the mail for winning the uh, Tomorrow's Leader Award. So uh, super excited to be a part of that ceremony here in a couple of weeks and uh, and celebrate with them. I appreciate all that they do. It's a crazy disease, and I'm glad to be involved the way I am. Yeah, I did a bunch of stuff uh, prior to you. I passed the baton to you. They don't even call me anymore, man. <laughs> I don't even know who I am. <laughs> it's okay. It's all right. <laughs> uh, I, I, I gave them a superstar draft pick, and I got nothing, man. <laughs> and then the last shout-out for the morning is to uh, American Modern Insurance Company. I will be spending the morning with them doing their keynote. Uh, we're going to talk about some unbelievable stuff. We're going to talk a little bit about mindset, a little bit about time management and the new tools that are happening. Thank you, Christy. I appreciate it. Oh, well, oh, see, oh, yeah. Christy, <laughs> all the okay. here. There we go, Christy. Okay. <laughs> I got you today, Christy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome, man. So all good stuff. All you know, really best laugh of all last week. That was really funny. So sorry to interrupt. So, we got to we got to talk a little bit about the book yesterday. We talked about the forward and and how to unlearn. And then wouldn't you know it that today is National Drink Something Green Day, which is rule number five in the book. And so I thought, what better way to uh, to to celebrate this morning, or what better way to talk about drinking something green than share? some great green drink recipes and, so and they, they are some cool ones. There, there are some cool ones i mean the genesis of that rule really was tied to you know what you put in your body really affects the output so you know i would see salespeople get together and you know woof a bagel or you know sausage and eggs in the morning i was like a big you know and i was like all of a sudden you can't go do it somebody way back when said hey you should try like get a Nutribullet and do green drinks. And I was like, yeah, I tasted that, man. It tastes like fucking eating grass. I was like, what are you out of your mind? You know? So, and so you, you acquire a taste for it. <laughs> well, so in this article that I pulled that has all of these, all of these different recipes, and I'm happy to share the recipes with anybody who wants them. They say that no matter what kind of green concoction you put together, make sure that you use either apple, lemon, some kind of citrus in there to give it some sweetness. Otherwise, it will taste like grass. So. I mean, look, I, I'm a, I love drinking green drinks because of how it makes me feel. I've actually acquired a taste for it. And some of the stuff that I put in there, you know, kale and blueberries, and, you know, you just get the sense that you're doing something good for yourself, you know, so... Um, you know, it, it, it's a mindset thing. Hey, Ramon, good to see you. Apologies about yesterday, but I still got you on my radar. So um, the uh, when, when I would make the presentations, though, around the world, 
and I'd stand on stage and talk about rule number five, I would say, you got to drink something green. And I would put up a picture of an apple martini. And people would like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Paul Russian's already on it. <laughs> I will tell you the blender, the Ninja is, you know, it, it at one point was the number one selling appliance in the world and it's still fantastic. So the science behind it is that if you put something green in your body, if you drink green in the morning, it does two things. It helps your gut health, which helps you digest food, helps your body work more at an optimal level. And then it also controls your blood sugar. And if you have a spike in your blood sugar, that's why you get the 2 a.m. feeling or the 2 p.m. feeling. That's why you get drowsy in the afternoon. It's why you feel like you need a power nap. So some of these things, these drinks will help you combat some of those. I don't know if you want to pick out a couple of favorites. If you've looked at the list already, I'll give no, you the first no, one on the list. I think for me, you know, the ingredients, like I love putting avocado in there. I love putting banana in there. I love to experiment. You know, you can put a little honey in there. Uh, you can put some some, you know, chocolate, uh, not, it's not chocolate. It's, um, you know, certain kind of chips, you know, so really, you, you know, free to roam, you know, uh, free to roam the, around the country. The creamy avocado banana smoothie is one right. large frozen banana, right. right? A medium ripe avocado, scoop of vanilla protein powder, handful of greens of choice, spinach, kale, rainbow shard, um, one unsweetened plain almond milk, and then seeds of choice. So that to me sounds absolutely phenomenal. It sounds like a dessert, but yeah, if that's right. a little much for you, the simple green juice, Boy, one me. bunch of kale, one inch, one inch piece of ginger, one Granny Smith apple, five celery sticks, that's something that you could probably do daily is very easy. So now we'll tell you, Emily hits it on the head. Hello, Emily. I guess you're in Texas today. Um, or is that, I think that's where you live. The uh, celery juice is actually an acquired taste. And uh, early February, I'll have uh, Jesse Itzler on my podcast on Tell Me Something Good. And he only eats fruit uh, till noon. He doesn't eat any other food group before noon. And he was the one who turned me on to celery juice. As a matter of fact, Mark, I remember you and I were going to a golf tournament. We had the top down and we got celery juice in the morning, remember? And reached That's out to Jesse and we said, hey man, we're doing, you know. That so, is exactly right. It does bring to mind that there are choices and even though your brain may say eggs and bacon and but blah, 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 you know this kind of stuff really does uh, puts uh, you know the real fuel in there the last one i will give you is the pineapple green smoothie which is one cup of non-dairy milk one frozen banana one cup of baby spinach and one cup of pineapple chunks i love pineapple that sounds sweet and delicious so there are some options for you i'm happy to give you any of those, there's 12 recipes for the different kinds of green juices. But if you are not drinking something green, you absolutely need to. Big, big shout out to Amy Smith, who's coming to us from Houston, Texas. Welcome aboard. It's, you know, an hour earlier there. But uh, when and if we get to talk about LinkedIn today, she had a really, really interesting situation that she's been dealing with on LinkedIn that I hope we get to share. But thanks for joining us, Amy. Well, it's impossible for us to not talk about Kobe Bryant today because of, uh, you know, the anniversary of his death. So, Shay, why don't you show us the Kobe Bryant video and then we'll talk a little bit about 10 things. This stage just because of talent or ability. We're up here because of 4 a.m. We're up here because of two a days or five a days. We're up here because we had a dream and let nothing stand in our way. If anything tried to bring us down, we used it to make us stronger. 
We were never satisfied, never finished, will never be retired. My high school English teacher, Mr. Fisk, I actually paid attention one time in class, and, and he said, he had this beautiful quote, and, he, and it read, rest at the end, not in the middle. And I took that to heart. I believe there's time for resting at the end, but for me, that time is not now. <sighs> he choked me up. I get choked up and just, what a yeah. shame. What a really, shame. Really, you know, they always say the good die young, and, and for him to go so soon, what he was doing post-basketball career is just unbelievable. So wow. I think, you know, I want to talk about some of the things that his legacy left us, like what the Mamba mentality, and we've talked about it before, but it's so appropriate today. And I think it's appropriate from yesterday, from what we were talking about in the studio and how we're urging people to get on the ball and what getting on the ball means and how to use the curriculums to their advantage. You know, the first one, get better every single day. You know, that, that is the mentality that I've embodied my entire life, but especially during my coaching career and what I implored every player that I worked with when they'd step through the building was clear your mindset. All that matters right now is how you take advantage of the next two hours to get better. It's that mentality with everything that you do. And he set the standard for that. So um, I, I think clearly, you know, my commitment always was, how do I get better? Because I don't believe you can stay still. I think you're either getting better or you're getting worse. And, you know, so to me, that drove me, that was my mentality that just said, I got to constantly innovate, think, you know, and, you know, there's different parts of the game that you get better at every day. You're not, it's not one thing. So it's really not monotonous or anything like that. Show what Jake said, because that's a really heady comment. Uh, great job, Jake. Um, Legends legend. never die. So, you know, he, all of his thinking, all of his philosophy lives in all of us Mamba out. And, you know, in there he talked about because 4 a.m. And I think for him to talk about the sacrifices and because sacrifices are mandatory. I think, you know, that's something opportunity cost is, is something that I talk about with the people I work with. You can't have everything and not give up anything. You want more time to work on something. You want to be more focused. You want more preparation. We talk about it in time management. Everybody's got the same amount of time. 86,400 seconds in a day. You're not getting more or less. You got to figure out where you're going to take time away from something in order to get more of what you're looking for. And he was never afraid to talk about that. He never talked about it being easy. It was sacrifice. It was, I gave everything to be the best player I could be and continued to do that after with what he was doing with, you know, creating a publishing company and all the things. You know, pe people always, the questions that they ask me, they know I get up at three or 3.30 every day and they're like, well, what time do you go to bed? You know, and I tell them I'm committed to that lifestyle. Getting up at that time is I'm willing to give up nine to 12 at night because I put it on the front end of what I'm doing all my thinking and executing. So, you know, one of the things I share with people is to your point, what are you willing to give up? You know, that's a question I ask, right? You know, you got to decide. I can't tell you that you're willing to give up, you know, time with this or time with that. You know, you have to make those hard choices. And when you, it's interesting because when you have a solid routine and you're outside of your routine, your body and your mind let you know, oh, 
what's going on here? I'm not, I'm not feeling sure. Today. When you get accustomed to waking up early, when you get accustomed to yeah. being a part of the 4 a.m. club or being where you're at in that time frame, and then all of a sudden you sleep in till seven, seven thirty, eight o'clock, you're like, whoa. You know, like I feel like I've lost half a day. You're not used to getting started that way. It's the same thing with working out. You miss your so, workout uh, in the morning, your body changes. We're completely off schedule. I don't know if you want to do music, if you want to throw some other stuff in there, um, the yeah. Cool Hand Luke stuff. So uh, I, we can bypass music and go right to Cool Hand Luke because the, I think you have some really interesting takeaways from it being Paul Newman's birthday or would have been. Yeah. You know? So so another, you know, another what would have been a birthday and we're celebrating a life pass, which was a great life pass is Paul Newman. And, um, you know, my favorite movie of Paul Newman's hands down is cool hand Luke. And I pulled out some segments of the movie because number one, it was a great movie. And, and I'm so appreciative that I had a father like you who, who made me watch it and learn from it. But I want to pull out some of these. I you watched that movie early. You were young. I was a kid. I was a kid. You watched that movie, but I said you're going to learn some stuff in this movie. No doubt about it. So give me the uh, the first lesson to be learned, which is all about that old Luke smile. They took him right down that road. What did he look like, Drag? Yeah, Drag. What did he look like? He had his eyes open and closed, Drag. He was smiling. Smiling. <laughs> That's right. You know, that uh, that Luke smile of his. He had it on his face right to the very end. Hell, if they didn't know it for it, they could tell right then that they weren't ever going to beat him. <laughs> that old Luke smile. <laughs> old Luke. He was some boy. Unbelievable. That, that old Luke smile. And if they couldn't tell before, they could tell then. They were never going to beat him, no matter what's happening. And, I mean, it's so appropriate to what we talked about with Kobe. But just put a smile on your face. Because when you smile, it doesn't matter what's happening around you. Nobody thinks you can be beat with a smile on your face. Freak Ultimate, people out when you do that, yeah. Ultimate competitor, competitor move. So another great one, especially for all of our sales professionals out there. Keep shaking that bush. Don't mean to interrupt. Got short here. It's all right. It's okay. We're just going out there behind them trees. Man's got to have his privacy sometime. Just keep shaking that bush so we know you're there. Just keep shaking that bush. Yes, boss. <laughs> you know what? And, and you know, you know, for obviously for salespeople, it's about activity, man. You need yeah. activity, man. So keep shaking the bush, baby. Keep shaking that bush. No matter now, Scott what Graham points that out that I had that in one of my presentations that I did in Tampa. He was in the crowd and he knew the answers that I was I was saying, what movie, what character? You yeah. Know? The, the next one coming up is really the best lesson of all. It's the best one of all, and it's going to lead us into a little bit of a conversation where we can spend a couple minutes talking about some more stuff. But Shay, show us the most important lesson from Cool Hand Luke. 
You're gonna get used to wearing them chains after a while, Luke. But you never stop listening to them clinking. Because they're gonna remind you of what I've been saying. For your own good. Wish you'd stop being so good to me, Captain. Don't you ever talk that way to me. Never! Never! What we've got here is failure to communicate. About because that could be the best scene ever, you know. Yeah, Lloyd knew it coming up. I think a lot of people knew it coming up. It's, um, you know, what a classic part of that movie. And you don't see a failure to communicate any better examples of failure to communicate than on LinkedIn. And I think, you know, you talked a lot yesterday about focusing on LinkedIn as a tactic and why Clubhouse is this. And I, I'm I'm likening it to like as opposed to going to like Golden Corral for dinner or going to like, you know, Abe and Louis. Shout out to Abe and Louis for a great steak, right? Like Abe and Louis, you're gonna pick out the steak, you're gonna get it the way you want it, you're gonna be able to add the sides, and it's gonna be the meal exactly the way you wanna do it. Whereas I think Clubhouse is a little bit more of a buffet style, it's everything all the time. But, you know, talking about cool hand Luke and communicating. There is a way to be cool on LinkedIn. And I don't think I'm, I'm talking about it in a way that everybody is like, oh, well, it's having 30,000 followers and getting you know thousands of likes on. Going viral is not cool. Being cool on LinkedIn is using the platform in a way that you deliver value every single day. And obviously our rules of engagement are a way, great way to go into that. You wanna talk about a couple of the ways that you think are the best way to be cool? Well, you know, so, you know, I, I just got uh, the opportunity to work with Chet Tart and we were talking about he has paid two other consultants to do LinkedIn work for him and got nothing from it. One was a medium price, one was a high price. You know, I told him, here's what we do, but my guarantee is in 90 days, if you follow the plan, you will have the right activity. And so I think one of the things I told him, which was, you know, we show up differently. When, when people engage with us, we're doing it differently. So you instantly, you know, stand out in people's minds. So, you know, the things, you know, clearly we talked about, you know, not accepting everybody in, you know, if the idea that every invitation equals a message, if that's a foundation of your philosophy, you are being cool on LinkedIn because that is starting a conversation with everybody that you're trying to add to your network or everybody that's trying to add you to their network, which I think if that's at your fundamental and you're starting there, you're off to a good start. So again, you know, let's stay on the theme. The theme is what are you willing to give up? LinkedIn takes time. It is work. It's, yep. you know, it's not bullshit. It's not playing in social media. It is real deep, intense work. And if you're willing to give up something else, to do the work in this platform, the results are there. It's the one platform I, that I've, there's, it's goof proof. It's not, yeah. oh, it's not working for me. No, you weren't willing to give up something else. Or if you treat it like a spam machine and you're just cranking stuff out, you know, if you want to make meaningful relationships 
those are at bats and you will uncover opportunity if you do it the right way. But nobody seems to preach that. I don't know why. But Everybody they, wants a quick fix. And because it's a social media platform and, and because it's a social media platform, people look at it like it's Facebook or Instagram and it's not. It's so much better than that. You can do so much more with it. That's why it's the best business tool in the world, but people forget. Here's a perfect example of a real good takeaway, and then we'll close it up because I know we're right. over time. But, yeah. you know, uh, with Chet, Chet actually met Larry King early in his career, and Larry King gave him advice that sent him down a path that made him very successful. So he knew Larry King. He was like, when we were talking, I said, you should post that. We can right. learn from that. And right. he's like, well, I don't really want to talk about myself. What? I go, that, you know, here's the takeaway. If it's not bullshit, if you share valuable information that other people can take those nuggets and run with, people will look to you as a thought leader. And that's cool. <laughs> that is not a failure to communicate. It's just the Amen. opposite. The actual communicate who you are, not what you do, and watch the magic happen. And I can't wait to talk about more of this today with American Modern Insurance Company. So hell of a job, hell of a job wrapping up the show. That was awesome. You pulled it all together really nicely. Have a fantastic day, guys. Get on the ball, stay on the ball, and we will see you tomorrow. No music. <laughs>